Hi, my name is Dan, and this is Desert Island Dicks. This episode featuring the very wonderful Kate Lucas. She's a comedian, stand-up, she writes really good comedy songs, and you should check them out online because then you'll know I'm not a damn liar. We originally recorded this about six months ago around Christmas time, um, and I don't think it makes a huge amount of difference to this episode, but you might hear us talk about being cold, and I think that's about it. I'm not really sure why it's taken us this long to get it out. I think it was just sitting on my old laptop for a while, the audio and then I suddenly went shit let's get that out into the world the good thing about us waiting so long to get this episode out is that now it coincides with her run at the Edinburgh Festival she's there for the whole month of August she's doing a solo show called Kate Lucas Positive Uh, it's at the Voodoo Rooms so go and check that out it looks to be on at 10 past 10 every single night so yeah that's the same so yeah go and have a look if you're up in Edinburgh because yeah she's really funny so I recommend that as well I think that's about it. Uh, I'm not going to babble on too long. I've had a very boring week of just recovering from going to a festival at the weekend and dealing with the wrong tiles being delivered for our bathroom to be redone and all this kind of stuff. So I've really got very little uh, content to share with you apart from the content contained in this podcast. So that's what you should listen to. So that's why I'm going to stop talking now and I'll be back for a little bit more chit chat at the end. But for now, here is Kate Lucas on Desert Island Dicks. Hi, I'm Dan Benedictus and welcome to Desert Island Dicks, the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they're a dick is up to our guest and here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today is comedian Kate Lucas. How are you doing? Hello, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Good, I'm all right as well. Yeah, (laughs) we've had a a good chat before we started recording about our various states of being. I'm, you know, I'm in some old tracksuit bottoms. You've got a blanket over yourself. We're comfortable. We're ready, I think. (laughs) Yeah, we're getting through the winter however we can. <laughs> so today we're going to go through, you know, the worst people and things you could be stuck with on an island. Was this was this an easy task for you to kind of to compile or, or, or there's so many it's difficult to whittle it down? So hard for so many reasons, like partly because the people you think are really obvious, you start to think about, could I justify my hatred for them? And then, <laughs> and then you actually analyse them and you're like they're not that bad a person you end up ruling people out who you thought were dicks and then you feel bad about yourself Mm. (laughs) but yeah i've got them that's the real sign of a dick if they're making you feel like a dick as well yeah you know that was going to be one of my choices actually (laughs) (laughs) okay well let's hear your choices let's start um who's going to be the first person joining you on the island i thought i'd be bold and and give an actual name rather than a type of person Mm -hmm. madonna okay um I think she might be a psychopath. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I don't think anyone takes Madonna as seriously as Madonna takes Madonna. And I can't stand people that take themselves as seriously as that. I just feel like, I feel like she couldn't ever criticize herself or laugh at herself. And, and you know, when just every move somebody makes is calculated Mm. to how they can make you see them and you just feel like, stop trying to manipulate me. Yeah. I feel Madonna is trying to manipulate me specifically and for that. <laughs> She's a dick. <laughs> are you are you a fan of her music? Does that play into it at all? No, I don't dislike her music. I really like um like a prayer and 
yeah, there's a few that I actually really like. Mm. So it's not even that I think she's got no talent. I just don't think she'll ever have as much talent as she believes she has. <laughs> yeah, because I think anyone who is sort of that famous a pop star is going to be problematic. But she was sort of at her her zenith in the eighties, which is like even bigger, you know. So it's yeah. like her, Michael Jackson, Prince, like George Michael, all these sort yeah. of huge people. And I think you know, by all accounts, George Michael was pretty sound, but the rest of them like generally quite odd. Yeah, and it's kind of. It's sort of it's easier for them if if something awful happens to them if they just stop recording or they die then you're like your legacy is now complete you know we can look back on you fondly but it's like because yeah. she sort of keeps going and popping up occasionally she'll never die <laughs> ever yeah she'll never die <laughs> you know so, but it's like she keeps she'll pop up you know that famous thing at the beginning of the pandemic and she was in a bath full of rose petals and she's oh, like God. oh we're all in the same boat now and you're like. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't I get kind of cross with the whole oh she's mutton dressed as lamb because I had, I don't like that phrase anyway so it never bothered me that she was trying to be younger than she was it would just bothered me that she I don't know I just feel like she's very calculating and she's manipulating every conversation she has and just trying mm. to get as much attention like now she just goes on um I forget the names of the Jimmys. There's, uh, <laughs> what are the Jimmys? Oh, Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon. Fallon, and those ones. yeah. She was on Jimmy Fallon and she was just just saying sex to every question just to make Jimmy kind of squirm. And it's just, I just thought, <laughs> grow up. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's there's much more provocative things in the world now. It's like you, yeah. you, you did the bit where you talked about sex all the time and it was shocking yeah. back in the sort of early 90s. But like, it's, it's, have you seen the bin fire that's the world right now? <laughs> like, oh, sex. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, really shocking. Yeah. I just, she just gets a real kick out of trying to shock people and it's not that shocking. Mm. Yeah, because you sort of hear some people who go, oh yeah, you know, I was hanging out with David Bowie. Yeah, it turns out, you know, he's really down to earth, really funny. You never really hear that with Madonna, do you? <laughs> never, never sort of go, yeah, we were on set one time and she was cracking jokes <laughs> and it's like, you know, I mean, in some way it's nice that she's still got the aura around her of like, you know, mega star- stardom, weirdo untouchable kind of person but also it's like yeah give it a rest now maybe just retire gracefully (laughs) you know when people just buy into the whole thing they've created about themselves like this like you say aura or myth or whatever and you just think Mm. just sing the song yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's that good people will buy it you don't need to be like oh madonna yeah worship me (laughs) okay to just be madonna definitely yeah no i think it's a fair choice and just living with that level of diva in the on a on a desert island where it's all turned to shit i mean it would take so long for her to become a normal person like i think other yeah. people could fall from grace more quickly and just sort of muck in and help build a fire and a shelter i just think she'd be like oh but the tuna at nobu is so much better and you're like <laughs> yeah exactly come on come on where will i meditate yeah exactly <laughs> in the sea madonna <laughs> <laughs> it's a strong opening choice uh, who's going to be joining the two of you um okay this one I, I can't name them but there is somebody who i have <laughs> i don't even want to say where i know them from because i'm scared that they'll be narrowed down it's somebody who is so pleasant there is nothing wrong with them <laughs> and i don't know why i don't like them and that is 
horrible to me because not only do, am I really irritated, <laughs> but I have to feel really guilty about it. And there's no one to share it with <laughs> because everyone's like, well, they're such a nice guy. <laughs> and I just think, no. I think it's because they're such a nice guy. Mm. Something makes me squirm about yeah. them a little. And it's a bit cheesy. Just too... There's no dark side. There's no dark side to this person. And you need a bit of dark side. Oh, I just can't relate. Yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. I think with, with people like that, when they're so nice, generally either you you sort of meet them and then you kind of go, oh, actually, they are really nice. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. Right, we'll have to change some things around in my head there. <laughs> or you find out that something mad is going on behind the scenes. And that's, that. I mean, that's always amazing when that happens. <laughs> It would be so satisfying if he just like pushed an old lady in front of the bus or just something that would allow me to hate him mm. for the amount that I do. He's just such a nice guy. There's no reason for it. And I, I wish I didn't feel that way, but I just do. Mm. So I think that would drive me slowly insane on an island. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because <laughs> the ideal is you all get along. But I mean, there's a point that you want to be able to sort of sit and crack a few jokes especially if you're sort of trying to survive on a desert island and maybe you've eaten one of your crew you know <laughs> you want to find some sort of dark humor there somewhere rather than just sort of relentless nice nice uh, nice this, this person would just be like what a what a great guy i'd love to i'd love to say a prayer for him and just say what a uh, thank you for your delicious uh, sacrifice for mm. us they'd just be just so loving and oh. I don't know what it is. I might be describing my boyfriend. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not talking about him, but he's very calm and very hmm. pleasant at all times. I think never gets wound up by anything. And that that just infuriates me. Yeah. I just feel like, where's your buttons? <laughs> what's what's going to make you pop? Yeah, because there's a fine line between always happy and polite and pleasant and dull person <laughs> if, if you're not experiencing the same highs and lows as the rest of us then like something's probably missing a little yeah. bit or, or you're bottling it up so tight that, that something's going to happen one day and um yeah i think it's always awkward really. because again it's like it makes you the arsehole <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly that's what i mean i don't find my boyfriend annoying but the the thing about the just constantly placid and calm and isn't everyone and everything lovely and I just think, no, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes things are fucking annoying. Yeah. I wish you'd just be more honest about it. I mean, if, if ever there's been an era in human existence where there's lots of examples of things not being that lovely, I mean, it's it's right now. You know, exactly. It's like a huge tug of war between the forces of light and evil. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I think partly I feel jealous by these people because it's like, because I'm the sort of person I'll just have a, a whole made up argument with someone in my head whilst doing the washing up me too you know, like and it, and and I'm I'm infuriated and then I'm like wait they haven't I said these things to me like <laughs> they didn't say that I'm I'm arguing with me fucking hell I'm yeah. wasting my time yeah but um so yeah Christ I'd love a bit of that zen but I think so would I but I think I'd like to think that even if I became really zen and easygoing and upbeat I'd still like to have a bit of sort of edge sarcasm and something in there you know yeah it's a bit like so i love my angela whenever i watch interviews with her i just think you're amazing like she's so 
wise and just engaging but then I think I could not hang out with you because not every fart is poetic and <laughs> meaningful and wise mm, yeah and then I, and I think when you're dealing with Madonna on the island exactly. you're gonna need someone to vent to and if they're like hey but look she's from a different world than us you know like you can't judge her by normal people's standards and you go <laughs> fucking <laughs> like you know you're sort of digging your hands into a coconut you're so angry you're like crushing <laughs> managed to split a coconut open yeah. with your hands yeah. yeah i think that'd be annoying it reminds i remember once at uni i knew someone who was like the biggest hippie i had ever met to the point where like i'd seen him hug trees he'd always give you a hug for way too long even though i didn't really like him he'd be like oh and you'd be you'd catch sight of your mate and be like he's still holding on to me We're like no. <laughs> you know he was just unrelentingly upbeat and positive and yeah. like he looked like he was from a sort of like he'd been plucked out of an ashram and just put into normal society yeah. then it turned out he was addicted to sleeping with sex workers the whole time. Oh, my. Like, no wonder he was so calm. Yeah. <laughs> he was really releasing a lot. Yeah. And it's like, right, okay. And, you know, you kind of think, can we just go back and discuss the last few years of me putting up with yeah. you, framed by this now? And, like, can we just revisit a few things now, please, mate? And, you know, you can't do it, can you? So I think there's always something lurking behind. It's like you say, it's the psychological torture in your own head of, of you trying to argue with yourself about what's wrong with this person and what's wrong with you and whose fault is it? Yeah. Why can't we get on? Exactly. Well, I think a fine choice to add into the mix. So, right, who's going to be the third person that's uh, completing this triangle of pricks? Oh, this is really, really tricky because I thought I could go for an out-and-out -out prick hmm. or just someone really, really irritating. Um, I think I'm going to go for an um, somebody who does YouTube makeup tutorials and or... Instagram influencing. Mm, great. Okay. Well, there's a lot to go on here. So the, what, what is it in particular that you think would be annoying? Okay. So the the rhythm of a YouTube video, almost any YouTube video of someone putting on makeup, is just the same kind of um, up and down uh, again and again, uh, just repeatedly and repeatedly. And it doesn't matter what I'm saying. It's just all of it goes kind of like up in the same way because I'm not actually saying anything of substance. That would drive me insane no. over and over again on an island with Madonna <laughs> and the nice guy. Um, and the kind of vocal fry. And then the um, the other thing that bothers me is I tend to find, like, when I come across those types of people in real life, they don't communicate in anything but small talk. Mm. And that just makes me feel so adrift. I don't know how to, <laughs> I don't know how to do that because I hear myself talking and think, I'm so bored of myself. These people must be so bored of me. But then I think, I'm trying to do what they're doing. <laughs> if I make a joke, they look at me like I'm a lunatic. Mm. Nobody gets it. So it's just, um, yeah, constant small talk in a repetitive, upbeat tone. Yeah. Not upbeat, but like, you know. Yeah, yeah, the sort of jolly patter of it all. Yeah, yeah, there's a weird thing, isn't it? It's just that that sort of steady rhythm. It's almost like they could be torturing you and they'd still do it in the same way. It's like, I'm just going to go right ahead and take the scalpel and I'm just going to go right ahead and yeah. just put it into your eye right now. And uh, I'm just going <laughs> to go right ahead and just take one of these things. And you're like, ah, it's just, yeah, it's, it's like, <laughs> again, it's creepy. It's too sort of, I don't yeah. know, it's just too sort of like rehearsed and normal and, and I don't know, just sort of too polished and weird. I don't know. Yeah, it's inauthentic. Yeah. That's what's yeah, that's a quicker way of saying what I'm rambling on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know exactly yeah. what you mean. It's yeah. the it, it, because what they're saying is irrelevant. They've just 
they're just talking. They're just yeah. happy that somebody's listening to them talking. <laughs> this from a stand-up comedian. <laughs> 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 a massive hypocrite. Yeah. No, but that's just different. I think I don't know. I just I'm just really curious how how um, these people would get on on an island because I think it wouldn't take that long before they're just like talking to themselves next to a palm tree or something. You know, like applying mud yeah. onto their faces and just talking at a tree or like you know like in uh, Castaway they've got Wilson. You know, and they're just sort of, they've made a little pet so they can just sort of talk to someone who they then get angry about because they haven't scheduled their tweets to go out at the right time or something but they need something there that they can continue you know like a wilson pa i love yeah that. yeah <laughs> you know like I mean, if a shark stops swimming they die and i just think these people like if they don't have an outlet for this stuff i just i'm, I'm really curious to see what happens yeah i thought oh, it would probably come out at the weakest of the bunch which would be me mm. <laughs> oh no it would be the nice guy or I mean, also they—I mean they—they've got Madonna there to try and do makeup tutorials on, um, so that could go horrendously wrong, I imagine. Um, or like if they're just a general influencer, then there's the threat of being next to you know the biggest sort of most famous person or one of the most famous people of the last sort of forty years or whatever. So yeah. that's going to cause a bit of you know she's she's not going to Madonna's not going to respect them because they're like this new type of famous that she doesn't enjoy, and they're just going to be sort of desperately yeah. trying to interact with Madonna. But I think with possibly spectacularly bad effects. <laughs> I bet they'd figure out how to um, recharge their phone batteries, though. Yeah. If they, if we were there with phones, they'd figure out how to make sure they worked at all times. Yeah. Because I'm, you know, I'm a 40-year-old man. I have Instagram. I mainly post about the podcast. Occasionally, my kids' standard kind of boring social media presence. And every time I try and do like a story or a reel or anything like that, I'm like, this is taking me fucking ages. How are these people just rattling these off all day? Like... They must be spending so much time on these know. things. Yeah. I would just find it really annoying. I'd find it hard to take them seriously. And uh, yeah, yeah, I think it would be very, very frustrating. It's a bit like I had a, a friend who um, she'd invite me out for her birthday. And, uh, you know, when you kind of have little pockets of friends and then you've got somebody just kind of left field, like but who's like one friend that you never really hang out with their friends. So I'd only see her friends mm. on her birthday and we'd go out and everybody would stand in a line and somebody would take a picture and that would happen like every five minutes. And I just used to think, you're not having a night to document. You're just no. taking pictures of a night you're not having because you're taking pictures. Yeah. And you all got tanned and I look like a fucking bleached elf on the end. <laughs> and I don't want to <laughs> see myself. <laughs> but it's weird, isn't it? Like that, like I know people like that and I think I was there. It wasn't like that yeah why can't we just have had a night out like this picture of you and this description is very much not what it was like <laughs> and, uh, yeah exactly you were absolutely shit faced this yeah. is not <laughs> and it's you're just posting to your friends so why does it matter it's like and after a while i'm like i feel like i can't say anything to these people like it's really there's there's friends of mine on social media and it winds me up so much i'm like this is all bullshit. You must understand that. But, um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll, I'll save it. I mean, there's going to be plenty of opportunities over Christmas to, to dredge this up. So uh, we'll, we'll deal with it then. <laughs> yes. 
enjoy but, yeah. take it out on the family why not yeah <laughs> but i think you've got a very good uh starting trio here because i think the interplay between the characters which is always such an important thing in this podcast i think is is uh already i can see like things like not immediately but down the line things there's it's gonna be um yeah it's gonna get annoying so yeah i think you're gonna do well here <laughs> all right now, mercifully, amongst the wreckage of the plane, there was some food and drink left over. Unfortunately for you, it's your least favourite food and drink in the world. What are they and why are they so bad? Okay, um, my least favourite food. To, so for this, I have to pick a food that I love covered in the thing that I hate because I think that would be the, the most upsetting for me. So I've <laughs> yeah. picked pizza drenched in and covered in coriander. Okay, coriander, right. It's disgusting. And it shouldn't be in food. Isn't it one of those things that some people genuinely taste it differently to others or something? Yeah, it's apparently genetic. And it's, um, I'm not sure if it's a scent receptor or an actual taste receptor. But some people perceive um, some kind of chemical that makes it taste like soap to them. And I mm. must have that because it does taste like soap to me. <laughs> and it's not just like, I, oh, I, don't, I don't like celery, but I'll eat celery. This is... This is worse than that. This is this shouldn't be in food. What's happened here? <laughs> okay, and yeah, and it's covering your favourite food as well. So, and I, I mean, you know, I love it, but it's a strong taste. So, you, it's not something that you can disguise with a bit of extra cheese or something like. You know, it's all chopped up in there. It's baked in. Yeah. You know, we know it's there, and you can't get away from it. I'd be so upset. There's not a day of my life that I don't think about pizza and. <laughs> to be on a desert <laughs> island and the pizza be there and it'd be covered in coriander you may as well just shit in my mouth that's <laughs> how i feel about that <laughs> <laughs> i can imagine already madonna sort of explaining to you like why why you're wrong about it and um and oh, you know yeah. the cleansing properties and and why traditional yogis believe so so strongly in the benefits of cilantro as she would call it yeah um <laughs> and you're just sitting there trying to pick out tiny bits of the pizza. Yeah. Also, I mean, it's a crap thing to be stuck with because even if you loved it, I mean, trying to eat enough of it to get any any nutrition is going to be fucking hard work. I mean, maybe it would actually become one of those things where if you just ate it enough, because don't they say that if you don't like something, you have to eat eat it a certain number of times for your body to get used to it and for you to tolerate it. Yeah, but I mean, I think that depends a lot on the type of food because there's some things I tried when I was young and then I try again a bit older. I'm like, all oh, right, it's happened. I like this now. But olives, it took me until I was like 35 to like olives and I tried them every time I saw them. I was just about to say, is one of them olives? Because olives, as a kid, I was like, this this smells like manure, which it still does. But now suddenly it's delicious and I don't know why. Yeah, I like them now. And I like, it used to be annoying because I'd like all the other things that were like an olive, like, you know, little sort of picky little deli bits that you'd get, like all of that whole counter I was into, but <laughs> olives, no. And now suddenly it's like, oh, right, okay, well, this is weird. But that was, I can't even, I mean, it must have been thousands of olives I tried until I started liking them. <laughs> And now loads of little kids like olives everywhere. Like, it's normal now. It used to be like, when I was growing up, if a kid ate an olive, he'd be like, ooh, look at him. <laughs> and now it's just quite normal for children. Yeah, like, loads of kids like olives. I don't know, it's weird. My two-year-old likes olives, for fuck's sake. I don't know what's going on. Oh, my God. Maybe we're just changing society one olive at a time. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, I think I think just like eating handfuls of coriander would always be difficult. Like it's one of my favourite herbs, but I I wouldn't eat like a handful of it. Can I ask what it tastes like to you, roughly? I don't know. I don't. I can't think. Like I just I just I I think because I like I love Asian food, you know. So like it sort of just goes so well with all the things that I like, you know, from like curries to sort of stir fries and stuff, and it's kind of just in there and it's fresh and sort of. Yeah. I don't know, a bit citrusy, I suppose. Citrusy. I don't know. I know it's hard to describe because to me it's just coriander. I don't know if it's like, I'd try and say this tastes like coriander, but I don't know what coriander tastes like. (laughs) I did have someone accuse me of being racist for not liking coriander on Facebook. I just thought, I just, I don't think coriander's a race. (laughs) I'm just No, I'm pretty sure it's not. (laughs) I think we're good there. (laughs) This is weird, right? Because I recently went out for dinner with my brother-in-law and I... We went to a restaurant that only served natural wine, right, which I have a bit of a problem with. It's like, I think they make it in a way that's got less additives and stuff, And but I think I want to drink wine, so I don't care if it's got additives because it's booze, so just, like, I'm not drinking it for my health. (laughs) Anyway, sometimes the red wine, when it's natural, you get red wines that are sort of fizzy, and I said to the waitress, why is it that the reds are kind of a bit fizzy? People who are into it seem to be very defensive about it, and she said, oh, no, that's not true at all. Saying that red natural red wines are fizzy it's a bit like uh, associating certain races with certain talents or like certain skills and i was like what wow you went there really quickly and that seems like i mean maybe she's the same person that accused you of being racist about coriander that's a really weird connection to make in your brain yeah and it was the first thing she said as well it wasn't like she had to think about it for a while she was just like bam that's like saying this group of people are good at doing this thing because you're generalizing and i was like fucking hell all right just pour the pour the wine then (laughs) Um, i think if we are if you ask any minority friend does racism feel the same as when i criticize red wine (laughs) they'd say no probably not (laughs) it was was, yeah unbelievable but it's weird that you said that like because it makes me think this person was was commenting i yeah was commenting on your coriander thing so (laughs) maybe she's very prolific in the in the race yeah Yeah. Um, Okay, well, what are you going to try and wash the taste of coriander out of your mouth with? What's your drink choice? Oh, this one I didn't have to think about, but it's embarrassing to talk about. Um, Because I, as a kid, I've told this to so many people, expecting them to go, oh, yeah, and no one does. So I had worms as a kid. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then (laughs) I had to have, I don't know where you get worms or why, but me and my sister both had worms and we had um, we had to drink worm medicine. Mm-hmm. Maybe someone that listens to this has had to drink that worm medicine. It was like a pink a thing and I think maybe it was supposed to be blackcurrant flavoured, but it was the most disgusting thing I've ever drunk in my life. <laughs> and um, I remember like we were both sat at the table and I remember that it being in a beaker. So it's, I was obviously quite young and it's <laughs> scarred me for life. And me and my sister... My mum had water shipped down on in the um, living room and we'd started watching that, but then we had to go and sit at the table and have worm medicine. And we weren't allowed to leave the table until we'd finished the worm medicine. But as a reward, we could, we used to love these Flintstone crisps. And mum said, as soon as you finish the worm medicine, you can have a packet of Flintstones crisps and you can come and watch the film. So my sister finished and then went back in the living room and I took forever. And then eventually I finished the worm medicine had my little Flintstones crisps and went back into the living room and all the rabbits were dying and there was <laughs> sad songs and blood everywhere. It's just, yeah, it's not a nice place in my heart for worm medicine. 
and I just yeah, will I mean, remember the taste forever. It's gross. I mean, even even the name worm medicine is horrible. I know. <laughs> There's a lot of pathways and tunnels in my brain to get to that that point, and they're all unpleasant. So yeah, do you know what? I think it actually might have been picked once before. Really? Like, so yeah, I think a very long time ago. I love that. Yeah, so it's obviously like not just bad medicine. It's really like rooted in the the psyches of, of various kids across the UK. I'm so happy to hear that because I just really thought it was like nits. Like every child has nits, and so I said, like, yeah. oh, "Do you remember worm medicine?" And everyone was like, "You had worms. That's disgusting." Yeah. Do you know what I've I was thought the other day about this, and I was like, because I've got two two small boys, and I was thinking, fuck, I'm gonna have to deal with this at some point, probably. Like, yeah, I can't remember it myself, but like, I remember it being talked about when I was young, so it must have happened. But like, yeah, I just we get like little texts from the school going, oh, be aware, this is happening in the school right now. Or there's a case of head lice or something, and every time I see my son itch something, I'm like, Are you all right? You you you're just having a normal scratch, okay? Like. <laughs> You just itch, you're itching your bum. Is it the side of your? Oh, it's just the bum cheek. Okay, that's all right. <laughs> you are know. potentially riddled with parasites. <laughs> yeah, grumpy little boy. <laughs> and my eldest loves like this. Like it's like a he listens to these story tapes when he goes to sleep. But one of them, like he really likes factual ones, and one's all about the human body. This Adam K one. And so he's always just going, Daddy, do you know how many bacteria are in your poo? And blah 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 blah. And it's like. Sometimes it's quite interesting. Sometimes I just don't want to think about all the shit that's living in my body. (laughs) That's so sweet, though, that he's actually that knowledgeable. Yeah, and it's quite weird. I'm like, where did you find this out? And it's like, yeah, sort of just seeping into his brain. But but yeah, hopefully hopefully it's just information seeping into his brain and and not any kind of parasites that are out there. (laughs) There'll be some in a primary school somewhere. Yeah. I mean, on a desert island, that's, that's... absolutely parasitic territory so you know you might even have to drink the medicine at some point just to sort of keep going but yeah imagine giving madonna her worm medicine (laughs) (laughs) madonna would never come back from the table she'd never get to see the end of watership down she'd never have it well we probably are the end of watership down on our desert yeah. island. Or she'd take it and kill you all so that no one could ever find out the words Madonna took her worm medicine. <laughs> oh, she'd try and make it some kind of newfangled cleansing treatment. She'd, she'd reframe it. <laughs> yeah, sending smoke signals to Gwyneth Paltrow to sort of get the, get the message out there. <laughs> Goop! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Kate, fortunately, you won't be without entertainment on the island. Yeah. The plane's entertainment system continues to work, but just your luck, it only has two working settings. One is your least favourite film of all time, and the other is your least favourite song. What are they and why? Okay, um, my least favourite song, I think this one was really tricky, but I think it has to go to, I don't even know who it's by. But it just goes, my, like, my ting from barking, 7am in the morning, I'm yawning, she's stalling, da, 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 da. and it just goes on and on and on, same lyrics, same non-tune. And you know when you just think, what made you think that was r- worth writing a song about? <laughs> like it's just got less passion than, than silence, but like, it's the most... <laughs> 
<laughs> boring. I just, who cares? Go, go to barking. Shagger. I don't yeah. care, but <laughs> I just don't want to listen to you mumble about it for three minutes. Yeah, I think I know the one you mean as well. And it is just, it's very one note, isn't it? And has it got a yeah. bit of like vocal processing on it? So it's that sort of weird. Oh, yeah. It's the auto tune. Kind of yeah. Not that you have to auto tune one note but they do. <laughs> Maybe before they put the effect on, it was like, you know, like opera, and it was like... You know, like <laughs> yeah, and they, it was good. Got, so, yeah, less passion. Give me less passion. I can't. I can't give you less passion, bro. All right, don't worry. <laughs> I'll fix it in post. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Right, just, just really, like, flatten that out for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could just... Uh, I'll, I'll try and get rid of the joy later on, if I can. <laughs> sort of thing, I hear it, going past me in cars a lot that kind of song you know yeah it's always in the back of a, a car yeah yeah it's just very repetitive and just passionless and boring as fuck yeah yeah I, that whole era and I like it makes me feel so old and sound so old when I criticize it but it's you know like because I used to love hip-hop <laughs> and R&B and stuff when I was young and it's like ah oh, this is so dull <laughs> <laughs> It is so. There's nothing exciting about it. it. Like it's not the the well maybe it is the auto tune genre, but like yeah it's not it's not the genre it's that it's the lack of passion. I just think well then why mm. bother like if you <laughs> yeah you can't be asked to have a an emotion or a a tune why yeah. release a single yeah and it's not like you can even say like oh is it is it good to get stoned to because like <laughs> you can get stoned and listen to really good hip-hop <laughs> like i don't you know like, that's what i used to do anyway i don't know like <laughs> is it is it in this sort of mumble rap era because it's like that's a genre isn't it it's called mumble rap there's a thing i yeah. don't know if this song is part of that but like, i'd say so probably there but that's the only word apart from like there's a little bit where he says like i've got white teeth and lots of money and you're like, great, again, thanks for letting me know. <laughs> in the same yeah. note that the rest of the song is in. Yeah. Is it, is it because you've got lots of money, you've got such white teeth? Is that, are you boasting about how much you can spend on dental dental care? Because they are, you know, it is expensive. Like, it I is. spent a lot last year <laughs> getting my teeth sorted. And, like, you know, maybe if I was a rapper, it's something I'd brag about because I don't go out much. I haven't got, you know, it's not like, oh, I've got all these cars and I haven't got the room, you know, outside. So maybe that's just what you, I've got really good teeth, bro. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I think you should. Yeah, yeah, I think you should release a single. Yeah. You don't need to have anything more to say. That will do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, that's hope for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So you're on the island with this. It's, you know, it's a boring song. The upbeat person's going to keep sort of going, oh, well, you know, I think you need to try and delve into it a bit more and understand it. Yeah. And that's going to wind you up more. Yeah. Um, the Instagram influencer probably loves it and you know trying to teach you the dance yeah madonna's just gonna be like what the fuck is going on with all of this <laughs> or she'll try and be sort of so current and now that she's really into it as well yeah i don't know yeah she'll probably just be annoyed they don't mention her name in it yeah that's true yeah i mean yeah probably don't know who she is these days so <laughs> yeah fair enough yeah it's, it's these sort of songs that like don't really say anything but they say enough to get stuck in your head for quite a long time don't they and yeah I don't know, just like, get out of my head, <laughs> get out of my head space. There are things I need to be doing. And <laughs> whether or not you link your ting from barking is <laughs> not one of the things I need to be thinking about. Yeah. I want to hear about the, the ting from barking side as well. You know, I wonder if they want to be linked. <laughs> oh, she called him. So she does. Oh, I've checked that out. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Good. <laughs> Good. I'm glad there's a resolution. <laughs> and um, what, would your, what would your film choice be? 
Oh, shit. What would my film choice be? Um, oh, hang on. Easy. Lord of the Rings. Okay, good, good. What is it about Lord of the Rings that annoys you so much? I don't know why I'm supposed to like it. it I've tried, I fell asleep watching it twice, and it's so long. Mm. And everybody just thinks it's amazing. And I, I want to like it, but I just, it, it bores me. I don't, I don't understand. I'm not seeing what other people are seeing with it. No, no. And there's so many of them. Yeah. I remember seeing it when it came out. My friend was like a real film geek at uni and he was like, oh yeah, but like, it's going to be amazing. Come and see it. And I thought, okay, well, I never really got on with the books when I was young, but yeah, all right. It's a film. So that's easier for a start. Yeah. And then just me and him went and saw it. And afterwards he was really effusive about it and going on about how brilliant it was. And I was saying it was shit. And I thought, (laughs) well, it's just me and him. And then I'm pretty sure, you know, like I'm right though. And then everyone started seeing it and going mad for it. And it's like, oh, we're all hungover. Let's watch all of the Lord of the Ring films. And you go, Aww. what the fuck? And I just have to go and wait outside for nine hours. Like, this is, <laughs> you know, and you just feel so at odds with everything. It's like, yeah. what, what, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. And I feel exactly the same. It's just this mm. odd need to like it. And I, don't, I can't, I can't see it. Yeah. I don't care about any of the people. They're taking too long to do whatever the fuck it is they need to do. Yeah. Whatever they're traversing, it's it's a drag. <laughs> yeah, who cares? It doesn't matter. And I don't want to be sort of like I can easily suspend my disbelief with like sci-fi films and fantasy films and stuff, you know, and and kind of you know buy into the passion and the sort of like oh god, if they don't do this very important thing, everything's fucked, you know. And I know it's not real. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Lord of the Rings. I'm like literally couldn't give a don't give a toss. Just. <laughs> keep keep walking don't mind you know yeah that's the thing i think if you if you've got magic and uh i don't know (laughs) amazing fantastical landscapes it should be more i should be able to stay awake for the whole thing yeah yeah i mean for some people it is that but it's a real like i don't really meet anyone who just thinks it's all right it's a very it's it's just such a marmite thing (laughs) isn't it but it's yeah 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 Okay, well, I think that's good. I think, you know, to have on the Desert Island, we're going to have to give you the full box set of of all three. Um, Well, there's more than three, aren't there? But we'll give you a massive box set of them to watch just to really, really uh, hammer it home. (laughs) Um, All right, Kate. Now, finally, the island is overrun by the biggest dick of all the animals. Which animal is it and why? Oh, dear. Um... Does it have to be overrun? Is it like a like a stampede? There's loads of them. Yeah, or? I mean, it doesn't have to be stampeding. They can be. Ver- I mean, if it's like, there's just a lot of them on the island. There's too many of these things. Okay, um, this is really tricky because I'm torn bet- between mosquitoes that make me really angry, mm. and um, I and dogs. But I love dogs, mm. specifically dogs that don't love me and want to be petted by me. Okay, because. <laughs> Especially if they love Madonna and they love <laughs> they love the influencer, but they don't want to be petted by me, that would upset me. Okay, I go up to dogs in the pub constantly that aren't, aren't mine and try and <laughs> try and force them to love me. And when they don't, it's very hurtful. Yeah. All right. So I think that I like this angle. So like an island of of dogs that are just indifferent to you. Yeah. And and Madonna's sort of <laughs> being followed by a huge pack of of, of dogs. Yeah. The influencer has a smaller herd and uh, none yeah. of them want to be near you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Because they've got so much potential to cheer you up and 
and calm you down and make you happy but they're just not interested in you yeah being snubbed by man's best friend <laughs> <laughs> by madonna's best friend <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'd be very sad <laughs> yeah that would be good as well because they could also be quite useful couldn't they and just yeah i mean apart from like with your mood you can sort of get them to help i don't know sort of fetch things and just yeah just play with and stuff yeah, but, yeah just just you throwing a stick that's never returned <laughs> It's like the stick's broken, doesn't even work. Oh, wait, let me try. Oh, it works for you. Okay. Wilson PA is not doing anything for me either. <laughs> Just, yeah, alone on the island. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like the idea of that. Brilliant. All right. Well, Kate, I think you, you've done a really great job putting together an awful collection of people and things to torment you for the rest of time, or at least until rescue, if that does happen. But uh, so so well done. Um, and, uh, you know, where, where can people follow you and find out what you're up to? Um, I, most of my social media things are at, at Kate Lucas Comedy. Um, my website is katelucascomedy.co.uk and usually my gigs and stuff mm-hmm. are on there if you ever want to come and see. You probably just think I'm a horrible person after this, but if you want to come to comedy, <laughs> feel free. <laughs> it's absolutely the point of the podcast. And, uh, you know, if you were too nice on here, it, it, it really becomes quite a lot of work. So it's much better <laughs> that you just, just lead <laughs> into it. Thank you for being so, such uh, a cunt. <laughs> it's given me so much <laughs> Well, otherwise it's just me being a cunt and that doesn't work, you know. <laughs> thank you so much for coming on today it's been a real pleasure thanks for having me cheers Kate Lucas there for your listening pleasure and uh, I hope you enjoyed that episode as I say if you're in Edinburgh for the festival this month then do go and check out her show and um, yeah I think that's it let's keep it short and sweet Desert Island Dicks is a sync clap production it was dreamt up and produced by James Deacon it was produced and presented by me Dan Benedictus I edited it as well although sometimes we call on the able hands of Chris Attaway to edit it and it usually sounds better as a result also big shout as always to the big man John Deacon for all his help and support I think that's it yeah that's it thank you for downloading this as always you can subscribe and then you won't miss any episodes we'll be back with more episodes soon if you want to get in touch with us you can do so by going to at dickspod on twitter or instagram and if you want to send us something a bit more lengthy with a bit more meat on it then you can go to dickspod.com slash contact all right thanks again for listening we'll be back soon with more podcast have a week free of dicks bye